Welcome to the Work Positive Podcast with your host, executive coach and culture architect, Dr. Joey Fawcett. Discover strategies and tactics that work positive as Dr. Joey talks with industry leaders who create a positive work culture that attracts top talent and reduces team turnover. Discover how you can create a work positive culture that increases productivity and profits. Here's your host, Dr. Joey. Work Positive Nation, hey, would you go to war with the people on your team? I mean, like, put your life in danger with the person in Cubicle Nation beside you and on one of the other side with you, or in those Zoom calls when your tiles show up, right? The person right beside you on Zoom, would you go to war with that person? I mean, like, put your life on the line. You are currently spending 70% of your waking hours at work, doing work. For some of you who can't detach from your devices, you're probably putting more than 70% of your waking hours. So it's almost like you're going to war, right? Because you're trying to make your company profitable to sustain it, right? You're trying to be productive. You're trying to attract top talent, reduce team turnover, create that positive work culture. How's that working out for you? Today's guest is the author of Guts, Smarts, and Love, Live Your Life, The Army Ranger Way. This dude, is a he got a bronze star. Maybe the first bronze star guest I've ever interviewed in the history of all the podcasts I've ever done. Now, I must say that my wife and I have been married 40 years as of this recording. I did get her the Purple Heart for our anniversary, which she <laughs> very much deserved, right? So, Work Positive Nation, let's find out what it takes to build a team that you'll go to war with. Our guest today, Work Positive Nation, is Joe Sacchetti. Joe, welcome to Work Positive Podcast, man. Thank you, Dr. Joey. I'm thrilled to be here. So happy. Man, I am. I'm excited because you're my first Bronze Star recipient, of, I think, of all the podcasts I've ever done. So, dude, oh, we're going to stand up straight. And <laughs> so tell me, when you're working, you were in the 82nd Airborne. You were among an elite group of people from the 82nd Airborne and stationed in uh, Fayetteville, North Carolina. You put your life on the line with these guys. Guts, smarts, and love formed the nucleus around which you put together your team. Tell us what that means, guts, smarts, and love. That's a great question, Dr. Joey, because there's so many attributes that we have of great leaders. Uh, but if you boil down what makes an Army Ranger or an E-2nd Paratrooper uh, what they are, uh, you can get them down to the three attributes of guts. You got to have courage. You got to be able to get out of a foxhole when there's fire coming at you and charge. And that's, you know, they do a great job showing that in the movies. It's revered. It's it's unbelievable. And then what else? You've got to have smarts. I mean, you have to have an intelligent way of going about what you're doing. Um, we're not going to charge blindly into the enemy in today's world. We need to have a plan and communicate and everything that goes into it. Uh, and then love. Now, why love? Because we're talking about, you know, army and leadership and things like that. Well, mm -hmm. when I sent my manuscript in to the um, to my editor, they had uh, a round robin that weekend. And I know it comprised of at least four ladies of substantial age, I'm not using the term middle age. There's that. <laughs> that phrase is substantial age. <laughs> and they said on Monday morning after reading it, they said, do you know that the love the word love appears 72 times in your text? And wow. then I, I realized that it's a brotherhood and there is there's no greater bond than people that are in the trenches together. 
Mm. Now, having said that, mm. everything we just talked about, if the topic is war, is right on. Yeah. If we're talking about business and creating a, a great company, it's sure. the same. It's right on. Yeah. So that's what uh, Gut Smarts and Love is, vignettes of leadership. It just happens to be from Army Rangers. It could be from Navy SEALs or Marine Recon or the people that live down your block. They're just good stories. And uh, mm. uh, they illustrate the characteristics it takes to uh, be a good leader. Yeah, man, it takes a lot of guts to jump out of a perfectly good airplane, right? Even if you do have a parachute strapped to I'm not sure how many smarts it takes, but I'm thinking that the guy who packs my chute, he better be smart, right? And that's, love me. He's my new best friend. <laughs> that's the guy you want packing it. I always love when they go, did you pack your own chute? And I say, heck, I didn't pack my own chute. I don't know how to pack one. <laughs> no, I'm leaving it to the expert. I'm not smart enough to pack my own. I want somebody who does this for a living to, to pack it, right? Joe, I've got a... Uh, a coaching client who is a former uh, Navy Top Gun, right? He landed jets on aircraft carriers, pitching and rolling. And of course, Top Gun Maverick just came out so long ago. He tells me, Joe, that he rather land a plane on a pitch and roll aircraft carrier than he had to run a small business. He says it's easier, right? So when you're talking about guts and you're talking about smarts and love, yeah, it's it's more than what we might typically think when you're talking about going to war. And yet every day, man, when you're leading teams, you're going to war. How do you attract top talent onto the teams that you lead? Because you're you're in sales and management now with a technology startup, aren't you? That's right. I work for a company. It's called Alchemy, and uh, we do uh, uh, artificial intelligence software. It's the leading edge of, you know, the talent you're trying to attract. Mm. Uh, It's a great new paradigm. And uh, there's a lot of competition for other cool stuff. And so if you ask me, how do we attract talent in general? I would say, let them see you. Mm. Let them see you is a great phrase. I derived it from Queen Elizabeth and the U.S. Army Rangers. Now, Queen Elizabeth, very topical in the news, she always wore very bright outfits. And mm-hmm. they said, why, why do you wear these incredible bright outfits? She goes, I want my people to see me. Wow. And to me, that's a double entendre. I want you to see me. I'm out leading you. I'm out in front. I'm not hiding. In other words, everything that I, uh, everything that I have, you know, the, the presentation I'm making is clearly visible. Mm-hmm. So there's nothing mystical about it. Mm-hmm. Hidden. And then the U.S. Army Ranger part is the notion that whatever you do, your accomplishments are out there for everyone to see. You know, on the bulletin board was your latest PT score on the bulletin board for everyone to see was your weapons score. Mm. And so you've let people see you. And this uh, group of people looking for jobs these days uh, are discriminating. And and uh, your company, in a sense, sells itself when you let them see you. So post your accomplishments and everything you're doing out on the myriad of social places like LinkedIn and that good talent, I think will come to you. Mm, yeah. Cause it's an attraction factor, right, Joe? So you got to drop that veil. And yet Joe, so many of us love playing hide and seek and play that recruiting game. I'm trying to sell you on some of the virtues of my company. So you come to work with me, I'm dating you hard. <laughs> right. But you're talking about just drop that veil, let people see you as you are authentically, transparently, and they'll be attracted to your team. I love that. So you were working with the elite of the elite as an Army Ranger, right? I mean, those are 40 guys who were knocking that out of the park every single day. How did you attract that level of top talent? Well, I think you've got to be 100% positive because at that level, 
the mm. best of the best. And sure, it can be an Army Ranger or a Navy SEAL. It could be mm -hmm. a great, you know, a, a great dental practice, whatever the company is that you want to hang your hat on. You're going to build a team of 100 uh, percent positivity and let let anyone that has even the slightest notion of being negative, let them go somewhere else. Mm. And uh, you have to challenge folks and not bore them. And you have to give them a stake in the ownership. Mm. You need all 10 guys. We're all doing 10 different things. And so we're operating as a cog machine. And then there's that element of making it fun, making it fun to win. I mean, who doesn't like winning? And it's fun to win. And so let folks know up front, uh, hey, this is we're going to have some fun and we're going to win. Everybody wants to have fun, man. When you wake up in the morning, you want to go to work and think to yourself, I'm going to have fun today. So, so you're building teams at Alchemy. You led teams of the elite of the elite as an Army Ranger. So let's say, Joe Sacchetti, that you've attracted this top talent, right? And you got the best of the best, the elite forces at work on your team. Your company is ready to zoom, zoom, right? How do you keep them on your team? Because there's so much competition. I mean, the whole great resignation thing is going on. That's led to the great regret. Oh, the problems in company A are now my problems in company B. How do you I'm not even sure I like the word keep. How do you retain them? That's not a very good word either. We're trying to reduce team turnover because if your back door is 10 times the size of your front door, it's a you're behind from day one. What are the qualities that you seek to have among your team in order to keep them engaged and working, Joe? Well, I think you can not only retain good employees that you're bringing in the front door, but you can make them stronger. And, mm. and if you play your cards right, uh, you don't have to worry about them exiting. I hope this isn't a cliche, but uh, I believe it's making it a family. You wow. make your uh, company as close to a family as you possibly can. Mm. And that's because you've given everyone a stake in the mission. Let them know their role that, in a sense, we can't move forward without you. Does that take some vulnerability at the, at the top? Yeah. Because you're, if you're invincible and you're saying you're handing out tasks, get this task done without any concept of how it fits into the overall plan. Now that's not that's not going to work with today's employees. So you mm. got to give them a part of the mission. Let them know that they're incredibly value valuable, almost to the point of letting them know we can't succeed without you. If you have that kind of guts, I think you make it a family and you uh, you retain the talent. So we're back to your book, guts, smarts, and love. 72 times the word love appears in that book. You got to show them the love. Is that what you're saying? How, how did you show, how do you show at Alchemy the love to your team, Joe? Well, I think we make things fun. Uh, we've got some complicating factors in life today. We have, uh, we're working remotely and we're just coming off an environment that's unprecedented. We haven't dealt with the, a great diaspora of employees that used to come in every day and now, mm. now they can't come in every day. So doing the little positive things. You know, you can have a family that's spread out. A lot of our families are that way. Somebody mm. lives in Connecticut, someone's in California. Does it mean the demise of the family? No. And so with those same ways that parents keep their families together and, you know, the kids get together and do those things, I believe we can do the same things. And we are doing that in our company. I think you'll find that even in a little person, a 35 person startup, people love being together. And if they say that, if they do love getting together, you know, you're on the right track. Oh, well, what do you do when you get together to have fun with your team that you're building out there at Alchemy Joe? Well, we're always doing work-related stuff, you know, we're collaborating, but when we get together, I think that's a time to uh, to do team bonding. 
Mm. And uh, there's just a variety of ways that are 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 healthy and happy, uh, good ways. We went out on a on a boat recently, and uh, we also did an escape room. And so, you know, there's it's like a microcosm when you get together. There's it's team bonding, but we do something challenging. We do something that's that requires a team and that that have involves a mission. By the way, we're having super fun getting out of this escape room, but at the, at the end of it, everybody's laughing and talking about who solved what clue or who did what. Wow. And before you know it, you realize that we're we're always a family, no matter what we're doing. Wow. Because at the end of the day, we're human beings instead of human doings, right? <laughs> Joe Sacchetti is my guest today. He's the author of Guts, Smarts, and Love. Uh, Joe, while somebody's listening to this podcast, uh, what, what's a good website for him to go look at? Well, you can find me at uh, armyranger at MIT.com. And the at is spelled out. I realized later I should have not uh, put the word at in there, but it, it has attracted a fair amount of attention and people like it. Armyranger at MIT.com. You see lots of good vignettes and stories about uh, about life, love, leadership, global travel. And, and you can, of course, always see a, a copy of the book right there and we can have some fun together. Oh, wonderful. So it's Army Ranger at ATMIT.com. That's where you can go work Positive Nation while you're listening to the rest of this podcast and uh, check out some great resources that Joe has for you there. Joe, uh, it seems like challenges, which are really opportunities masquerading, right? At least that's the way we think about it in Work Positive Nation. Nonetheless, challenges that you mentioned a few moments ago have just literally assaulted the workplace. We've been at war. We have, we're in the midst of redefining, I think, work. So we're in the midst of the great redefinition of work as, as we're moving along now. What are some of the challenges that you saw as an Army Ranger in leading that elite group of men and challenges you see today building uh, a tech startup at Alcohol? It's a great question because there's uh, parallels, even though people think that it's a very different environment, you can draw the parallels in, uh, you know, as a military man uh, with a unit, you're facing physical danger. And that in itself, in a small way, is it cannot be replicated in uh, the corporate world. However, what is the, the essence of the danger? It's that you're remote. You're away from your supply lines. Uh, you have to be able to carry on by yourself. Everyone mm. needs to know uh, what they're doing. Uh, mm. If we miss one cog, we're, we're in trouble. Yeah. And then there's some other dangers as well in, in the general sense in, in the military. We have people that are going long periods of time without uh, food and resupply and sleep mm. and so forth. And we have to keep super engaged. And so to that extent, those are all parallels to the uh, challenges that we have in today's environment. Now, I think up to a couple of years ago, if some, someone would have said, hey, if we're remote, that's a challenge. Oh, you know, but COVID in a way solved that problem. Mm. Now, it doesn't matter if we're remote. Now that it's flipped on, on itself, if anything, a challenge is getting people back. So that doesn't mean they have to come back to the office and work five days a week, but you got to get them to feel that we're back. If that's maybe a day or two in the office or or more uh, more getting together, more familiarity than just a couple of Zoom calls, because that can get old. So we flip the challenge back on itself. And how do you get people back in the office that you have to give them a sense of belonging? I mean, they have to want to come back. Mm. And it's sort of that that family environment. If you've created the family they'll want to be there. We'll want to have that water cooler talk because that was pretty valuable back in the day. 
Yeah, back when we were all together. And yet we've we've redefined work, right? And this generation, the millennials and the Zs, are redefining workforce also. So back to something you said earlier, sounds like a challenge is to make sure that each person's purpose, passion, is aligned with the company purpose and passion, and that they see their contribution, their unique contribution that they're making to the mission, vision, and values of the company. That is a bit challenged when you're um, virtually together as opposed to physically together. So how do you guys at Alchemy, um, and how did you, of course, you were physically present as an Army Ranger, but how do you guys at Alchemy bridge that gap? Well, uh, we've got a great CEO. His name is Harold. And uh, he said to me, if I have an optional company event and uh, people didn't show up, that's my fault. Mm. And I love that because that's taking ownership of of the group, of the leadership, you know, uh, that uh, people will naturally want to assemble and be together when it's fulfilling to them. And if it's part, if you give them the three F's, uh, then you're going to conquer the challenge. You know, you make it fun. You make it fulfilling because I'm getting something out of it, and it feels like a family. Mm. And you do those things, uh, well, now we're going to be in great shape. And that's why I think that uh, we're talking about in the business world, at, at least a startup level. And there's there's a lot of startups. There's a yes. proliferation of startups in really? the technology world today because there's so much to be advanced. And a lot of startups will go a little bit and not make it. Uh, to have a forward-thinking CEO who's thinking about the team from the smallest inception that mm. you don't have to grow super big and we don't have to, we want to make sure we have the right people. And we also, like you said, we want to make sure that we're all in the boat rowing together, the missions align and that everybody feels like, Oh, you know what? I know that what I'm doing is making this company a better company every single day. Mm, making this company better. And I understand my role in the company. And so I'm being made better every day. So it seems to me one of the challenges is that whole professional development piece. How did you as leading Army Rangers invest in your guys to make sure that they were growing and developing personally as well as professionally daily? Well, one of the things the Army has done a, a great job, and I, you know, I always say the Army because I'm, I'm, a, I'm an Army Ranger. The military does right, a phenomenal right. job at professional development, mm-hmm. and we've got to invest back into people, uh, into our people every day, uh, whether it's directly proportional to the job or directly related to the job or not. Maybe it's just making that that person a better person, and mm-hmm. so. Putting back the resources into people uh, is a way that uh, you can transform your environment from everyday workplace, ho-hum, to a place I'm dying to be and uh, and make better. Man, and that just really revolutionizes that whole notion of an employee number (laughs) as opposed to I'm a person, man, and they're investing in me, helping me grow. It also seems that the Army and other military branches did a great job of having a career path laid out for people. If you want to do this, you do that. How are you guys working that into the mix with your teams at Alchemy? Well, I think that there is always a, a spot that you start. And very quickly, you start to realize what I'm doing every day is touching a little on this part or the, these mm-hmm. folks and the good company. And I'll, I'm going to say I'm happy to be in one yeah. uh, will allow people to move around and, uh, and discover what they're really passionate about or at, you know, simply add uh, other things they're good at to what they do. And you're right not eliminating people and the old notion of I'm on an assembly line and I Mm. put this widget on this bobbin and that's all I'm ever going to do. It's not going to work today. No, no. 
Yeah, it used to be stay in your lane, bro, right? <laughs> <laughs> now, not so much, you know, because we, we want to get out and explore and uh, understand different dynamics of who we are. And, man, to work for a company that encourages that and allows you to express that, that variety and just have fun at it, seems like to me those are the great A companies today, Joe. I agree with you. Uh, one of the things you just reminded me of is, is just this ability where an employee feels like – I want to make a difference and I look left and I look right. You reminded me when you said about the zoom screen, you know, I look left and look right and decide I'm going to be the one that's going to make the difference Mm. and working for a company that, that embraces that. This is we're happy uh, to uh, to to, for you to do do something cool Add a Slack channel for channel for food or for travel or send out an email that is, you know, answers a, you know, a question that everyone had, even though it's not your direct job or just add anything in there is uh, the way to rise above the crowd, rise above the dullness and make your company a great company. Oh, yeah, for sure. So Joe Sacchetti is my guest. He uh, is the author of Guts, Smarts and Love, Live Your Life, the Army Ranger Way. Received the Bronze Stars and Army Ranger is also now involved in a tech startup called Alchemy, and it's an A.I company, right? I mean, that's your sure. focus. So I'm greatly intrigued by AI. This is not a podcast about AI. I don't want to geek out, but uh, just tell me artificial intelligence. Some people kind of bristle when they hear that uh, and they wonder, is my job going to be taken? <laughs> I don't understand AI like that at all, but just tell us what we should say to people in Work Positive Nation who say, man, am I going to be replaced by a computer one day? Well, you ask a great question, and it's okay to bristle over new technology. I mean, my grandmother told me that she didn't understand the microwave oven, and she couldn't ever imagine using it. And fast forward a year, and she was cooking everything on it. She couldn't live without it. Yeah. So the place in artificial intelligence that we specialize is in, in automation. And we're mm. automating tasks that today have high-value employees mm. doing low-value tasks. Yeah. You know, we have people that make a lot of money cutting and pasting. So it's not going to replace those jobs. It's going to allow those people to do a higher value job. Mm. And, you know, when in a day and age when customer satisfaction, sorry, employee satisfaction, who yeah. are our customers, by the way. Yeah, they are. Uh, employee satisfaction is so important. They want to up level the tasks they're doing. Mm. So we're able to automate and in our case through data extraction. Now Mm. imagine if you didn't have to search through volumes of documents and PDFs and websites and emails that people send to pull out the data I need. If you could automate that and and send it where it's got to go and then you could focus on way more important tasks. So that's Mm. what we're doing at Alchemy. And uh, and it's very exciting the, the conversations we're having every day. Oh, I bet. So it sounds like AI can help me move from human doing to human being even better and live into my unique contribution in the company because these repetitive tasks that AI can learn are taken care of for me. It sounds like you understand it pretty well, Dr. Joe. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, now I'm just going on what you said, Joe. I mean, you explained it so very well. Uh, the hair on everybody's neck laid down when you when you explained it that way. I, I love the uh, metaphor about your grandmother. Yeah, my, my grandfather's passed some years ago, but he told me stories about having to get up at 4.30 in the morning to go get wood to put in the cook stove, right? Not the one that kept him warm all night, but the cook stove. So uh, I'm, I'm sure that like you, uh, your grandmother, my grandfather discovered a microwave and 
you don't put wood in it. So it's a, <laughs> it's a great thing. So we, we can overcome those tech, what appear to be technological challenges if we see them as opportunities and the work positive nation knows that that's how we perceive the positive. We focus on the positive and filter out the negative. So I absolutely love, love that, uh, that metaphor about your grandmother. Joe Sacchetti is the author of guts, smarts and love, uh, is a former army ranger, bronze star winner. Get yourself a copy of this book just as soon as you can so that you can build out teams the way that Joe's building them out at, uh, this tech startup alchemy uh by the way the book as well as alchemy as well as army ranger at mit.com all of those things are in the show notes so if you're on your peloton or walking your dog wherever you are whatever you're doing you can go back and catch that up at our website at workpositive.today or wherever great show notes are found for podcast episodes like this joe work positive nation always wants to know one thing from our guest and that is joe sacchetti what is your one thing that you would recommend that Work Positive Nation start doing today to transform their work culture to a positive work culture? Easy question for me because I love your title, Work Positive Nation, because my mantra, as everyone knows, is stay 100% positive. Mm. So no one can ever fault you, no matter what you're doing, for staying 100% positive. And that probably starts with a smile. And that is so, so simple. But man, does it work. Oh, yeah. Smiles. Yeah. I, I've even had people, I smile all the time. Uh, I've even had people say, hey, Dr. Joey, what do you know that we don't know? Because you <laughs> smile all the time, right? <laughs> so Work Positive Nation, there's Joe Sacchetti's one thing. Smile. Smile at yourself, right? <laughs> when you look in the mirror and smile at the people on either side of you on Zoom, and uh, you, you'll see that you immediately begin to feel better. 100% positivity can happen with you if you You'll start it with a smile. Joe Sacchetti's website is Army Ranger at that's A T M I T dot com, Army Ranger at MIT dot com. And uh, that's in the show notes. Guts, smarts, and love living your life the Army Ranger way. And if you're watching this on YouTube, Joe's holding up a copy of it. Smile at us, Joe. Hold that thing yeah. up. And smile at us. Yeah, right? I just happen to have hey, a copy right here. Just happen to have a copy right, right at your elbow. That's great, <laughs> man. And your smile is priceless. That's a million dollar smile right there. Joe, thanks so much for sharing with Work Positive Nation today. Uh, I've learned a lot. They've learned a lot, and I uh, feel like i got a new best friend in Joe Sacchetti. Thanks so much for the gift of your time and wisdom today. Thank you, Dr. Joey. It's been great being here and uh, an honor as well. Thank you for listening to the Work Positive Podcast with your host, executive coach and culture architect, Dr. Joey Fawcett. Please share this podcast with your friends who are small business leaders so they can create a positive work culture that increases their productivity and profits. Get your free 15-point work positive checklist to help you attract top talent and reduce team turnover. Download this checklist at workpositive.today slash checklist. Remember, it pays to work positive.